September 1st, 2007, Michigan quarterback Chad Henney knows what he has to do. The Wolverines are down 34-32 to Appalachia State with 21 seconds left. That's right, Appalachia State, an FCS team from North Carolina who definitely isn't supposed to be beating Michigan right now. But how they got here doesn't matter to Chad Henney right now. All that matters is getting the ball downfield and fast. On first down from his own 34, Henny rifles the ball to the right towards number 13, Greg Matthews. Incomplete. 15 seconds left. The announcers make a note of receiver Mario Manningham's unusually quiet performance thus far. Only two catches for 20 yards. But they spoke too soon. Henny steps up, puts it in the air down the sideline, looking for Manningham! A flag is down! Caught the ball at the 20-yard line. Now, what's the call? Is he going to call offensive pass interference because there was body contact between the two? After declining a defensive pass interference call, the Wolverines now find themselves on the opposing 20 with just six seconds left. To seal the game, they'll need just a 37-yard field goal. Easy, right? I'm Will Blackman, and this is Upsets and Underdogs, presented by WinBet. Today, we're continuing our series of stories about the greatest upsets in sports history. This episode, we're bringing you an underdog tale from the college football world, Appalachian State's stunning upset over Michigan. Stick around to hear how it went down. This show is brought to you by WinBet. The NFL season is rolling ahead, so there's no better time to get in on the action. Download the WinBet app right now and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders who will be the last team to be undefeated, team exact win totals, and a ton more. Plus, you know we got those NFL parlays? Download WinBet now and set the odds in your favor. Offer subject to change, term and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. There's a certain arrangement in college football. You're probably familiar with it, but let's recap real quick. The bigger Division I programs pay smaller programs from the second tier of Division I, also known as the FCS, to play them. The vast majority of the time, the FCS team gets blown out. The smaller schools get a bunch of exposure for their program and hundreds of thousands in cash. The bigger schools, the FBS schools, get an easy win that can count towards bowl game eligibility. Pretty good deal for both sides, right? That is, unless something catastrophic happens. Appalachian State was used to these sort of arrangements. They regularly taken part in them over the years against teams like LSU, Kansas, and most often, Wake Forest. Michigan, on the other hand, had never played against an FCS team before 2007. They'd never needed to. They're Michigan. When the offseason before 2007 rolled around, both teams had a gap in their schedules. App State head coach Jerry Moore and Michigan head coach Lloyd Carr were buddies. That helped seal the deal. The Wolverines would open the 2007 season against the visiting Mountaineers. Boone, North Carolina. 
That's where Appalachian State University is located, nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Founded in 1899, the university is attended by a little over 20,000 students. The Mountaineer football program began in 1928. Apart from an undefeated, unscored-upon regular season in 1937, the team only experienced modest success until the late 20th century. In 1989, the program made the best decision in its history. They hired head coach Jerry Moore. Over the 24 years Moore spent at the helm, Appalachian State went 215-87, only posted one losing season. They won seven conference championships in total and three FCS national championships in a row. Moore's motto was, always do more than is expected. And the Mountaineers reach the mountaintop for the first time in history. They are national champions in Lundellway football in 2005. Appalachian State remains atop the college football mountain. Back to back national titles for Jerry Moore and the Mountaineers. Come 2007, the Mountaineers had won two national championships back to back. They were basically beating every FCS team they played, and their only defeats were to FBS teams. They were ready to finally do the unthinkable. So now we come to Michigan. I mean, what can you say about them? The Wolverines are one of the biggest names in the college football landscape. Since 1879, they've won nearly a thousand games and claimed 11 national championships. They produced three Heisman winners, nine Pro Football Hall of Fame players, and dozens of College Football Hall of Famers. It's kind of impossible to rank how large a fandom is, but however you tally it, Michigan sits near the top. In 2007, Lloyd Carr was going to his 13th season as head coach. He had a successful tenure in that position up to that point, going 113 and 36. In one stretch, he won four bowl games in a row, including a national championship in 1997. The football game is over. Michigan wins 21 to 16. An opportunity to claim their first undisputed national championship in a half century. Even though his track record in bowl games had faltered over the last few seasons, Lloyd was still quite good at getting his teams there. And expectations were high. The Wolverines were ranked fifth in the nation, bolstered by key players like Chad Henney, Mike Hart, and Jake Long. So the odds were very much in Michigan's favor. Sportsbooks don't always give lines when FBF teams play FCS teams, but some onmakers listed the Wolverines as 33-point favorites. So... Let's jump back to Michigan Stadium. It is a gorgeous September Saturday in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We welcome you to the University of Michigan. The season opener. Appalachian State, the Mountaineers, come to the big house to take on the University of Michigan Wolverines. And for the first time, the maize and blue take the field. The big house. Almost 110,000 fans in attendance. A clear, sunny day. The cameras are rolling. This was the first game ever to be broadcast on the Big Ten Network. The Wolverines got the ball first, and they wasted no time. They moved down the field efficiently. After a 33-yard run from Mike Hart to get them within four yards of the end zone, Hart finished off the drive with the touchdown run. 
First and goal for the Wolverines on this here first possession of the season. And they're going to try to get Hart to the end zone. He does. The Mountaineers got the ball and looked like they might immediately be headed for a three and out. Then, on third down, quarterback Armonte Edwards tossed a 68-yard touchdown to Dexter Jackson. Third and four, they cash in on the third down, and maybe more. Off to the races, and going all the way to the end zone, the speedster Dexter Jackson. Not long after, Chad Henney threw a 10-yard touchdown to Greg Matthews. Edwards responded with another touchdown of his own to Hans Batichon, 14-14. to Now, in the second quarter, Edwards connected with Jackson for another score. The Mountaineers led 21-14. Feeling confident, Michigan opted to attempt the fourth down conversion on the next drive. Heady out of the shotgun. Quick throw as he is drilled by Lynch. And incomplete, Michigan turns it over on down. App State got the ball back and ran it nine times in a row, ending the drive with Amarty Edwards running in for a score himself. Before the end of the half, Michigan managed a field goal, but they were still losing 28 to 17. Well, the story in the first half of this is Armonte Edwards. Totally. I mean, him and the, and, and the spread offense that Michigan's not been able to solve. The Mountaineers got the ball first in the third quarter. The drive ended when Edwards was picked off by Morgan Trent, leading to a Michigan field goal and cutting the deficit to eight points. Appalachia State responded with a field goal of their own. Michigan fumbled the ball away on their next drive, but held the Mountaineers to a failed field goal attempt. On the Mountaineers' following drive, Edwards turned the ball over again with a fumble. This time, Michigan fully capitalized on the mistake, taking the ball 31 yards in six plays and ending with the touchdown run from Mike Hart. First and goal. Hart again. And into the end zone is Mike Hart. They failed on a two-point conversion attempt, so the score was now 31 Mountaineers, 26 Michigan. App State's next drive brought the game into the fourth quarter and ended with a punt. Shortly thereafter, Chad Henney threw a pick and gave the ball right back, but the Mountaineers were forced to punt again. Their offense was hitting a wall. On the next possession, Michigan went for it on fourth down a second time, and for a second time, they failed. Another Mountaineer punt came next. Neither team could get anything going. And then this happened. And now Hart, the senior, still on his feet, punts it back the other way. Hart to the 10, to the 5, touchdown! Michigan's Mike Hart ran the rock 54 yards to pay dirt. They failed on another two-point conversion, but the Wolverines were finally on top, 32-31. Less than five minutes left now. This is what happened on the Mountaineers' very next play. Armani Edwards, a sophomore. Can he now lead his team down the field? Throw. Intercepted. Edwards gave the ball right back. The Wolverines got a few plays in, then lined up to kick a 43-yard field goal to gain an important four-point lead. So I think it's what, a 43-yard field goal attempt? Gingell should be able to make that. He should have plenty of legs for that. He's already made one earlier. His confidence should be high. Snapper. Let's go to the holder. Gingell the kicker. And that is blocked to the line of scrimmage. Instead, chaos ensued. 
the Mountaineers were given one more chance to make something happen. One minute, 37 seconds left, no timeouts, ball at their own 20. Edwards, who had thrown for 43 yards and two picks in the second half, ran it himself and took the ball out of bounds at the 44-yard line. After a failed trick play, Edwards delivered it to wide receiver TJ Corman, who took the ball down to the opposing 40 before jumping out of bounds. A couple of plays after that, a catch and run by Coco Hillary got the Mountaineers down to the Wolverines' five-yard line. Edwards, rolling left, throws across the middle, caught by Hillary, all the way to the five-yard line. This is absolutely unbelievable. The Mountaineers couldn't take any chances here. They had to kick it. This is for one of the greatest upsets in the history of college football. And it is good. Now we find ourselves here where we left off at the beginning of the episode. Michigan gets the ball. 21 seconds left. Deep pass to Manningham. Now they're at the opposing 20. Six seconds left. They just need that 37-yard field goal. It's right there. They can taste it. Here we go. They're going to kick the field goal. It'll be Jason Gingell out of the hold of Mesco. Good snap. Good hold. And the kick is blocked. Appalachian State has stunned the college football world. One of the greatest upsets in sports history. The week after the game, Michigan dropped out of the AP Top 25, becoming the first Top 5 team to ever drop that far after a single week. At the end of the season, Appalachia State won its third consecutive FCS title, beating Delaware led by Joe Flacco. Coach Jerry Moore retired in 2012. In 2014, he was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. That same year, Appalachia State joined the ranks of the FBS. Once again, I'm Will Blackman. This is Upsets and Underdogs presented by WinBet. Don't forget to subscribe, throw us a rating and review, and tell your friends. We'll catch you next time.